Hey guys, welcome. This is Red City Gym Talk. I'm Coach Mike and I'm really glad to present to you this episode which is really interesting. We got to talk with Chantal. Chantal is our one month a year member. What does it mean? Chantal comes to Antwerp once a year for a, for a month to meet her family. But normally she lives and trains in Taipei at CrossFit Bakesi in Taiwan. She told us a lot of interesting stuff about how her box operates during the COVID-19 times, how they're handling the uh, corona measures and uh, they're not really in a lockdown and they're staying safe but there's still a lot of precautions and also we talk a little bit about how their government is handling the situation. All in all it was really interesting, I would like to thank Chantal, hope you enjoyed this conversation. Hi, Chantal. Hello. Hi. Hi, hi. Oh, okay, nice to works. hear you. Yes, fantastic. Good to hear you too. Yes. How's life? Uh, not too bad. I have to say we are, um, <laughs> we are lucky here that, that we are not in lockdown and life continues pretty much as normal in Taipei, actually in Taiwan. So, so, yeah. so basically like for people... For people who don't know, I'm sure everybody knows, but Taiwan is an island close to China, is a, and it's correct. very sensitive uh, in kind of situation because Chinese consider it China, and uh, Taiwanese and people Taiwan, can yes, they are Taiwanese are really very proud people, and they there are some of course because they have um, some relatives that came from China and settled in Taiwan. But they're also Taiwanese people are very proud to be called Taiwanese. And actually, Taiwan has its own president. Do you know that? Okay. No, I didn't know so, that. Yeah. So we are, we actually have the first female president. <laughs> so very forward thinking. And okay. China very nice. Not, yeah. China is not very happy about it. But for the time being, they are working actually. Uh, relatively okay together so we'll see how it goes in the future <laughs> but is taiwan completely closed off for communication with for example mainland china or airplanes uh, airports uh, stuff like that tourists um well was it last month uh yeah in, no in march yeah they closed off the borders of Taiwan. And so only returning Taiwanese or expats who have a, a permanent resident visa, like myself, we could return to Taiwan. But uh, of, no visitors are allowed to, even now, the borders are still closed. Okay. Okay. So yeah. it's pretty much similar how the rest of the world is surviving at the moment. Yes, yes. And actually, I've, it's actually had very, um, it's a strange feeling knowing that we cannot, well, we cannot leave as in teachers and students cannot leave the island until June or July because uh, one of the cluster infections uh, came from outside from a student who was traveling abroad, I think to Greece or Italy and came back, went back to university and infected uh, his class, had to be closed down for two weeks quarantine. So, uh, yeah, they don't want any teachers or students unless it's really necessary to leave Taiwan or travel. 
Okay, I understand. Yeah. And yeah. Um, how are Taiwanese Taiwanese people toward, for example, non-locals? Are they okay or they're a little bit like, like, for example, why I'm asking this? I watched India yeah. and in India, the blame foreigners for the, for the situation. Yeah, so that is also happening in China. And, but in Taiwan, not at all. We are actually, I'm, I'm walking around today. We went to a very popular tourist area and I was just checking the vibe, you know, if people look at me funny or, but no, nobody looks at me any differently. And I know in China, Africans in particular are being treated very badly. They're being restricted from entering malls, for example. But here, um, it's really, it's life as usual. Okay, it's really weird to hear about China because basically, it like the whole situation comes from a Chinese guy who ate a bat, as far as I understand, as far as people Correct. say. So why do black people being treated differently? They say that that uh, it's Africans that brought this virus in the first place to China. Oh, really? Yes, yes. So, um, and they're they're targeting. It looks to me like dark-skinned Africans. Yeah, it's very, it's it's racist. And uh, one of the governments in in Africa, I think it's from Guinea, they have now started arresting also Chinese nationals. So I don't, it's not a very good situation at the moment. But as I said, Taiwan and China have two, have different policies. And uh, for the time being in Taiwan, I feel very safe. And there's no discrimination towards foreigners, if you would call it that. That's very good to hear. That's very good to hear, Chantal. Um, yeah. Now let's yeah. get a little bit on um, on the t- um, topic of why I would like to speak. Okay. But no, 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 no. It's very interesting to hear because for for us, we only get information either through like those emotional Facebook posts, which oh, I yeah. don't personally believe, or through media, which does anything yeah. for a like or for a view or for a yes. subscription. So it's very nice yes. to speak to somebody who is really at the place, at the spot, who can speak the truth without. Uh, Kind of immediate interfering, without, yeah. Yes, without bias. I mean, this is just uh, what I see from day to day, and uh, my opinion. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So um, now you CrossFit. I'll, I'll I'll go a little bit into detail. So how do we know you? Okay. Every time you come to Belgium, you have family in Belgium. Every time you come to Belgium, you you come to our box for a month to train. Correct. So that's how I know you, and I know you're a CrossFitter. <laughs> And it's correct. Yes. And for us, it, for me, it was very interesting to know how do you as a CrossFitter in Taiwan um, are coping with the situation? How is it happening for you? Okay. So the biggest change that we have at the, the box that I go to has been that uh, instead of having 10 members per class, we now only have... Uh, well, it was six. They reduced it to six, but before that was five. And uh, there was a bit of conflict with the members because, of course, we all want to go uh, at our preferred time slot. And mine was 10 a.m. So it was a bit uh, strange to navigate uh, because if you were not signing in on time on Wadify, then you wouldn't get a spot. Okay. And so how they solved that was actually by opening an 8.30 a.m. slot. And so now I can actually, if I don't get into 8.30 a.m., I can go to the 10 a.m. class, which is 
it's still doable for me. Okay. You know? Yes. And then another thing that we do, they recommend when we come into the box is that we immediately wash our hands before we touch any of the equipment. Okay. And uh, also there is now 1.5 meter social distancing. So everything that we do in the, in the box itself, we are very careful about standing too close to somebody and also with sharing equipment. We have um, alcohol sanitizing spray next to every station. Okay. Do you have stations uh, marked on the floor, for example, with tape? Or it's all just kind uh, of on the feeling? No, it's on feeling. And because our box is, it's pretty small. Uh, I, I'd go as uh, even to say that it's not even half the size of your box in Antwerp. So it's like 150 square meters, give or, give, give or take. Like this. Give or take, yeah. So um, we are very careful with, we spray uh, all the equipment that we have used. Uh, either before and after we use it. And everybody is really good with that because we are helping each other. So while I'm putting away my plates, maybe somebody is spraying and wiping down my bar. Okay. Uh, also, the, the rack uh, is also wiped down with alcohol spray. <laughs> and then uh, the box itself has a company coming in every two weeks to disinfect um, the whole box. And these are companies that actually spray restaurants and hotels. And so it's a very professional service. Okay. And I, for one, I feel very safe when I do go there. Okay. Sounds very nice. Sounds very nice. Yeah. Now you say yeah. five people. Is it a government policy or it's based on the size of your box? It's the size of our box. But I also think that it is uh, the, the owner of the box decided on that number. Uh, just because of the size of our box and also to enable social distancing so that people don't feel uh, too crowded in the box. Okay. Whereas before we didn't think about, you know, sharing or giving high five to each other uh, during or after the workout. And sometimes, of course, as it is, you bump into somebody and it's not a big deal. But now because of the coronavirus, we, in general, we all feel that we're pretty healthy because we are able to do the workout. Okay. But uh, something has changed in that we are more aware of, uh, well, I, for one, I'm very aware of how close I am standing to the next uh, CrossFit, CrossFitter, you know? Yeah. Um, so uh, even sometimes while the coach is explaining something and I feel that someone is too close or I'm standing just of habit, uh, maybe standing too close to someone, what I will do is I will step away from that person um, so that I am at least, you know, 1.5, give or take meters away from that person. But of course, during the workout itself, we, we do interact with each other. Uh, but instead of, for example, before we used to do high fives, now we are doing elbow bumps and okay. forearm bumps. And yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay, that sounds very interesting. And also interesting for us because we are closed right now. So I'll describe you our situation. At the moment, okay. we are not allowed to participate, to, to have any activities in the box. It's empty, it's closed. Okay. Um, we loaned out the equipment. People are training at home. But we are wow. counting on coming back in some future, hopefully not too far away future. So probably yeah. what you are doing 
we are going to be having to do, we are going to be doing also to yeah. also maintain the same because the corona situation is not going away in any near future. I'm pretty confident Anytime in that. Anytime soon. So Correct. we would have to adapt. Correct. Now, did your box yeah. ever have to close or you never had? had... No, nope. we've never had to close. So the number of infected people in Taiwan has, it's what minimal, it's not even 500 people. Oh, you know, and we've had only six people dying in Taiwan from Corona. Wow. So, um, and every day the, the government gives, or the health department, they give an update on the number of new infections. And uh, what was it? Last week, there was a case where there were 20, we were two days without any new infections. And then there was a, a, a boat and the sailors from the Taiwanese Navy, they came onto the, onto the island and basically there were 21 new cases. But these were the sailors who had been on the ship, you know, so the, the cases that we are that are being reported on in Taiwan are actually being imported into Taiwan. Okay. Okay. You know what I mean? Yes, yes. It's, it's, so uh, it's not local. Yeah, the actual, and it's not local. It's not local. It's always uh, people who are traveling. And whereas in the rest of the world, you know, people are not used to wearing masks. Here, it's the most normal thing for us when we have a cough or a sneeze or, uh, yeah, in, especially during the winter, you know, when a lot of people are coughing and sneezing. Yeah. People here, we, we wear a mask and don't think anything of it. We wear a mask. The only thing that's now uh, more is that you see a lot more people wearing masks, but not necessarily everybody's wearing a mask. And there are, for example, uh, alcohol sanitizing stations whenever you enter uh, a department store or our MRT system, which is like, it's almost like the tram okay. in, in Belgium, but it is, it's uh, more modern, sorry. <laughs> so we have, um, yeah, and also temperature checks. <laughs> yeah, we have temperature checks, whether it's being done manually or with a temperature uh, sensor, you know, like you have at the airport. Yes, yes. Yes. So even going into a hospital, they check your temperature before you go in. Um, yeah, and at some places, uh, if your temperature, for example, is thirty-seven point five and up, you are not you are denied access. Wow. Yeah. So my daughter attends a local school. Just quickly, <laughs> local school. So every day I have to check her temperature and chart it. And she then goes to school. If it's not been charted, they will check her temperature. And if her temperature is uh, too high, they send the kids home. Okay. And do, for example, yeah. people who are... Is there like a law that if somebody is, uh, is, um, is a positive carrier of the virus, he has yes. to stay home? And if he doesn't stay home, he has, uh, he has to... Correct. He gets fined? Correct. So... Uh, the people returning to Taiwan, this could be uh, nationals or foreigners who have uh, a resident card here, um, they have to go into quarantine for two weeks. 
And when they arrive in at the airport, they have to fill out a form saying where they've been and also agreeing that they will chart their temperature. So it's basically it is um, self health management where you have to chart your temperature and you have to stay at a, uh, indoors for two weeks. And the government tracks you by your cell phone. Okay. So okay. there have been people who have tried to escape their quarantine, but the police have basically within five minutes, the police are surrounding this person Whoa. because they think that they can uh, leave their apartment or leave their place. But yeah, they are, they are on top of it. That's quite strict. They check in. Be- Yes, they also call these people twice a day or three times a day randomly to check that they are inside the address where they they uh, said they would. This be. is quite strict because in Belgium there were there were talks of making an app like this, like you're saying right now mm-hmm. to track people through the phone. But now they said they were going to just keep it the old school, the old way, which is basically if the doctor knows that you had contact with people, the doctor manually contacts those yeah. people and tells them that like you're possibly a carrier, you're possibly infected. Yeah. Um, here we have um, the police and then also everywhere. There are cameras everywhere. So you cannot escape. And how does it... So there was someone... Sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry I interrupted. No, no. I, I wanted <laughs> to ask how does it feel to live in, in, a, in a world where you're constantly tracked and monitored and surveyed um or you don't feel it unless you do something I, bad i i don't i don't feel it okay. <laughs> to be honest because i i know that for the longest time living in taipei city there are cameras everywhere there are cameras on the streets in the convenience stores in the department stores there's no way that you can hide so this has been uh the norm for me and also many taiwanese for a long time long before coronavirus ever came on the scene and i'm sure that you know the government doesn't always tell us this but they've had a way of tracking us uh way before this coronavirus thing started Very interesting. Very interesting. Yeah, because this is Europe is quite liberal and free at the moment. But I'm quite yes. confident this is kind of the direction we're all heading in the future. Just more of a control, total yeah. like if you're a law-abiding citizen, no problem. But if you do make a yes. step left, step right, you'll be always under surveillance. You'll be always watched yes. and controlled. Yes. Yes. But return. So It's yes, tell a- me. No, it's, uh, I'm just thinking of a case of this one woman who skipped her quarantine and they, uh, basically two police officers, they saw her, her scooter registration, you know, uh, while she was out on her scooter, she had gone to the morning market to buy some vegetables or meat or something. And they entered uh, her, her registration into their computer and it came up that she was under, supposed to be under quarantine. So they arrested her and took her back to her um, to her apartment. But the fine is huge. It's I don't know what the exchange rate is, but it was uh, you can pay up to one million NT dollars for for one million NT. Let me Google this. NT one million (laughs) one million NT dollars. Yes. Let's see what's that. Whoa, that's thirty thousand yeah. thirty thousand seven hundred and eight euros. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. 
They're they're not messing. Whoa, with I will stay home. So people really listen. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I mean, we have the convenience of um, food delivery, you know, yes. everywhere there's food delivery. And now you also have the option with uh, Uber Eats to for your food to be left at the door. So you don't even need to interact with a person okay. delivering your food. Yes. The- so there's really no need to break quarantine if you are supposed to be at okay, home. Okay, perfect. I think it's the same here. So for, for us, if a package is being delivered at the door, they just leave it near the door, take like five steps back or ten steps back, make sure mm. you picked it up, that you open and picked it okay. up, and then they go. So I think it's similar okay. here. Similar. Yeah, a lot of the okay. measures taken with you, because I don't want to say you're pioneers, but in a way you are, you guys, and mm-hmm. especially China. So all these practices are being brought here and implemented. But I wanted to come back to the box because uh, that's still like my main interest. Uh, uh, How about the vibe? Since this happened, since you have to be taking care of so much and keep the social distancing, has the vibe changed within the box, within the community? I would say no. Um, like I, I love seeing my my regulars, you know, the people that I attend class with on a, on a daily basis. I love seeing them, and I miss seeing the ones that don't make it into that six, you know, because the class now is limited to only six people. And then one thing that I have noticed is a bit a more competitiveness to get that last slot, you know, because everybody in the box wants to train. And they would love to train at their at the time that is convenient for them. But now, if you're not fast enough, you don't get a spot. You have to choose a different time slot that may or may not be convenient for you. So, in that sense, I feel myself. I've become more, you know, um, <laughs> me first because I want to. I want to train. Okay, so it's a little bit of I want of to the train. primal alpha behavior. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Because uh, it's the first time that I've had to fight for a spot. You know, yeah. I knew in the past there would always be a spot, but now you really have to uh, you have to fight for it, and which makes it more precious, and you appreciate that workout even more. Because, yeah, home workouts are okay, but working out for me, working out in the box, it's I love the sense of community spirit the encouragement you know that vibe among yeah. uh among crossfitters i love it and that's one of the things that keeps me going back i understand okay well yeah. it's great to hear because welcome a little competitiveness for a place is understandable naturally because you want to train yeah. and other people want to train yeah. but as long as it doesn't bring yes. negativity or i thought it might even bring some closure you know bring people closer because you are basically dealing with the same problem together and you have to take care of each other in a way and protect yourself yes yes uh one thing that i have also noticed is the fact that when people cannot make their slot um they will more easily tell the rest of the group like hey guys i can't make it for 8 a.m so there's a spot available and so in that way, you know, you're kind of, because you know that the slots are, or the spaces are limited. So people are actually looking out for each other and saying, hey, I can't make it, but whoever uh, is able to take it, go for it. It's there. All right. 
you know. And did, yeah, so that is really nice. Did you have any limitations on movements or equipment or things that you used to be doing but now you're not doing due to the space limitations or? Um... Uh, not really. So your training not, stayed, not... stayed exactly We've... the same. Exactly the same. Okay. Yes, we even so during the week we have our different wads, but on the weekends on Saturdays because the box is closed on on Sunday. So Saturday they are doing uh, a partner workout, and I was thinking, how are you going to do a partner workout with only five people? But so they upped that to eight. So we have a ten and eleven a.m. Uh, with eight people, and usually it's a partner workout. And I think that the need to train is greater at the moment because there's not a big threat here in Taiwan. Yeah. Uh, so the, the need to train and work out is bigger than, than the threat of coronavirus because people are working out uh, together in partners on the weekend. If that was too big an issue, I think they would have to cancel the partner workouts but uh, so far there have been no issues with it and uh, so we have on Saturdays eight people per per class I understand well eight people is, is, yeah. is already okay that's include that's excluding the coach excluding the coach okay. yeah uh, one thing that they are trying to, to do um, is to get people to not hang around after the class, which is so hard because uh, now with the, the classes being reduced to only six people, you don't see your friends as much as you would like to. So it's nice to hang around and catch up a little bit after class. But with that, sometimes it overlaps with a new class coming in. And I think they don't want to tell us to basically, you know, get out. There are too many people in here. So they are very, very nicely. The coach will say, hey, guys, you know, uh, we are at our limit. So can you please take this outside or something like this? Okay. Okay. I understand. Well, it's, it's yeah. reasonable. That's, of course, uh, I think for us, what we're going to have to be doing is uh, basically putting 10 minutes in between the classes so what people that finish can leave and people that started can come in so we don't have the overcrowd yeah. so we don't have yeah, for example yeah. if we can have eight people during the workout that we don't have 16 people at the same time because those yes. the first group didn't leave yet and the second group didn't come in yes. yet so that that that's it, it makes a, a big uh, difference i feel of course yeah, and you, you're saying 10 minutes. We have, for example, we have an 8.30 and then a 10 a.m. Okay. So it gives us 30 minutes to, you know, uh, before we overlap with the 10 a.m. But class. the evening groups. Yeah. The evening groups, are they, are they like five, six, seven, eight? Or you also have like half an hour um, in between? That I'm not sure because I've, I haven't, I can check. But I haven't actually joined any of the evening classes. Um, but I can check that very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> hey, just, just, just curious. It's also for me from practical side because uh, it's also going to be searching for the solutions. You know, we're going to have to make it as safe as yes. possible, not only according to the r rules of the government, but also yes. so that people feel safe. Because if you come to training, yes, yes. you're constantly having in the back of your head the thought that, oh, shit, 
uh, I'm, I'm yes, in the high risk situation. It's not going to be pleasant. Yes. So I would like to avoid that for our members. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So in front of me, I've got the schedule for our daily uh, workouts. And in the morning, there are so the first one is 5.30, then 7 a.m., 8.30, 10, and then in the evening, 5, 7, and 8.30. Okay. So, so they are leaving yeah. time in between. Yes. Very, very smart yes. and very considerate. I, yes. Sounds like a logical step too. Yeah. So the more, I mean, you, it gives people a chance to finish up the workout, stretch a little bit if you want to, and uh, – then have some space in between the two classes. Yeah. Maybe maybe that's even better than 10 minutes. Now that you're saying, I'm so glad I'm speaking to you because there are some interesting things also <laughs> for me. And I will let uh, other business owners, also CrossFit owners to listen to this because I'm yes. sure there are some nuggets and interesting things also for them because we're all in this together. We're all in this for the first yes, time. Yes. Even like the old school CrossFit boxes who are 10 years old, Nobody has ever encountered something like this, unless it was a cross cross it hundred years ago during the Spanish flu, which I, thought, <laughs> which I kind of that would have been interesting. Unless, <laughs> yeah, unless Greg Glassman is a vampire, and uh, yeah, <laughs> there are some things we don't know. Yes, yeah, and uh, no, we, uh, yes, I, I have to say that we are. Um, I mean, I for one, being a crossfitter in Taiwan during this pandemic, I feel so lucky that I'm living here. The, the bad thing I, that is uh, coming out of this is that I feel that our travel will be restricted. It's already restricted now and everybody has the hope that by the summer it will be a lot better and we'll be able to travel. Um, but what if I'm, I'm what I'm worried about is what if in Taiwan we have zero cases consecutively, you know, yeah. for a number of days or weeks, whatever it may be. But of course, every summer I visit family there in Antwerp. And what if in Belgium it's not okay to go? So uh, even for us, usually we have started looking at our dates already for the summer to book flights and everything. I'm but afraid you won't be able. I'm afraid you won't be able to visit Belgium. I'm not. I cannot speak for that. Of course, not my decision. Yeah. But from observing yeah. the situation, I have a very strong doubt that you'll be able to visit uh, Belgium this summer. Or uh, uh, yes, yes, because uh, yeah. especially in yeah. Belgium, the situation is not critical, but. If you look yeah. at the statistics, the numbers, yeah. yes, stati- they're not good. Per, per, uh, if you divide it by the population, and Belgium is quite a tiny country with 12 million people, mm. Um, mm. the numbers mm. are quite high. Okay, there are all these variables. Yes. I don't want to get into this because this is a completely different discussion, which is roaming all yes. over the media. <laughs> it's and, not for now. And the news and everything. <laughs> yes, it's overload. But it's overload. Absolutely. But I don't think you'll be able to come this summer unfortunately because i would mm. love to welcome you at our box one more time yeah yeah i i really love training there i feel like you know uh stepping really home well, it's that is one of the things that i love about crossfit and it will transcend all of this uh, uh covet 19 you know it will transcend all of that because at the end of it when it 
when we are through with this coronavirus, I can still go to any box and it will be the same, a little bit different, but still the same vibe among CrossFitters. That is something that I really love about CrossFit. I can go to a box in here in Taipei or Antwerp, or I went to the one in Cape Town uh, in February and it's really, the community is strong. You know? That's true. That's for sure. Um, another question. Did, you, ha did yes. you have members leave for, during this time being? Or is your box... Not at or all. Or is your box even growing? Um, I wouldn't know if the box is growing uh, because I, I, I go there at designated times, either 8.30 or, or 10.00. But it seems like the members that we had last year are still there. So a lot of, we do have some drop-ins, but this is something that has changed during the, the virus season now, uh, is that they have declined drop-ins. So it's only members that are allowed to use the box. Lo unless they are letting uh, drop-ins uh, at other times or in between classes, you know, in the middle of the day or something. But uh, they are restricting drop-ins. What is the name of your box? That's something I should have asked in the beginning, actually. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Bacchus. Uh, How do you spell this? Yeah. Bacchus. <laughs> B A. K E S I. This P as Peter, A as Alex, yeah. then K as no B B for banana. Ah, banana. <laughs> B yeah. A K B, uh, B for yeah E S I. E S I. E for elephant S I. By, 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 yeah, and it's uh, it sounds like box in in loosely translated into Chinese Bacchus. It's uh, it sounds like box. It's Chinese. It's Chinese. Bakasi. I see. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not totally correct Chinese, but it's some form of Chinese that also as foreigners are able to pronounce. So, yeah. <laughs> are you allowed to drop bars in your box? I'm are sorry? you allowed to drop bars on the floor? Bars. Uh, we haven't been, yes, we are. Yes, we are. Because our, our box is in a basement. So there's nobody, uh, below okay. us. Okay. I opened the, but only if that is your max rep, then you're allowed to drop the bars. Okay. I opened the website and you're yeah. on, the, on the head page there. Oh, yes. really? Yeah. I just checked it out. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Um, it's a, it's really, it's really a, a good place to be. I have to say that. You're happy there? I'm very happy there. I mean, I'm, I've gone from training maybe four days a week to training sometimes five, six days a week because I, I must, it's my, I just have to. All right. All right. Very yeah, nice. Yeah. It's uh... a, <laughs> And um... you know, it's nice when there is a sense of community and you feel like it's a place where you belong. So that is it's it's something that keeps me going back. 
that I can say. Do you communicate with the other members outside of the box or maybe through like Zoom or Skype or anything like this? Uh, with a few of them, yes. But so the majority of the members at our box are actually Taiwanese. Okay. So there is the language barrier. And also, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm not 20 something. <laughs> you know, when these guys, they do have, they go partying or, or they do things outside, but they, because they are Taiwanese, you know, yes. uh, and I also on the weekend, I have my, my family. So uh, I tend to do things more with my family or with friends of ours who are not crossfitters. Okay. But uh, once in a while, I have a coffee or something with one of the, the girls that I go to CrossFit with. So it's fun. That's very nice. I think it's also a reality for a lot of us for the future. Even when Corona stuff is going to be over, we're going to be so much more online. People will be working so much more from home, I think. And also online training is going to happen much more than it's happening now. Yes. 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 Um, at the moment, maybe uh, maybe a month ago, um, our box actually started one online class. It's just in preparation. It's on a Tuesday evening, so it's just in in preparation for the uh, in case we do go into lockdown and we cannot go to the box anymore. They are just testing whether it works and how many people are interested. You know, because there are some members who. Um, who choose not to come and work out at the box. And who prefer to do it online from home? Uh, yes. Uh, so at the moment, most of it is, uh, I will say it's only like five or six members that, that are doing the online workout because it's just once okay. a week. And how does it work? It's yeah. through the Zoom application or? It's, it's correct. It's through Zoom. So I haven't done one myself because I'm, I usually go there every day. Uh, but from my friends who have done it, they, they like it. And it's very accessible because uh, the exercises that are, or the workout is really, um, it's possible and pretty easy to be, to be done at home with whatever equipment or household things you have okay. at home. So it's not, it doesn't take you going to buy new equipment or something. You can use the things around your house to, to do the workout, which I find is, is uh, yeah, it, it sounds like something that if push comes to shove and I have to work out from home, then I will have a look into it. But for now, luckily enough, uh, we don't have to do that. So Okay. Okay. Well, sounds interesting. Yeah. Good, good that they're thinking in this direction. Because it's yes, yes, definitely yes, yes. an option. It might happen. I hope it doesn't. I hope Taiwan stays yes. in a safe haven from Corona. I hope so too. <laughs> I hope so too. Well, that's what everybody is, is uh, hoping. But knock on wood, for the time being, it seems to be headed in the right direction. And you know what? What also helps is the fact that our government is, is telling us the numbers every day. So people are not panicking. Okay, we did have the panic buying of the toilet roll. You did know, you also have I that? still cannot. <laughs> we still do. <laughs> so we have a, a, a store. It's like Macro in Belgium. We have it. It's called Costco, yeah. and the the Taiwanese use the toilet tissue. But uh, yeah, uh, they also sell toilet roll. 
So there's toilet tissue available, but no toilet roll. And you're thinking, what are these people doing with a toilet roll? You know, come on. <laughs> That's still uh, a mystery to me. Why there's yes. like I, there was many funny theories about it, but like when you when I'm asking myself, <laughs> what, you know, you know the the How best can... joke was that um, it's, it's it's because when one person coughs, seven people shit themselves. <laughs> <laughs> During Corona, that's, that sounds about right. But uh, but I am still I have no idea why people did no. that. And even now, when you come to the stores, no, no now they like packed it. I don't know. Maybe people like supermarkets do it out of irony or sarcasm, but they yeah. stack this toilet yeah. paper in every corner. It's like it's it's, it's like. <laughs> but I don't know what people do with it because. Uh, like that's not the first. Yeah, I would go it's... for maybe some some sustainable food, you know, something that like for example you can yes. store for a while. Uh, you... Yeah, pasta I couldn't find. Uh, pasta was sold out. Um, noodles, dried noodles I could find, but not pasta. But I have bought uh, some canned vegetables, some frozen vegetables. I mean, uh, but it's really not at the moment. It's not necessary here. And we are also able, I, I know there's a problem with getting some masks. Uh, there was a problem with getting masks in Belgium. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think it's being uh, solved, like they're opening, now there you have workshops and companies opening up uh, urgently and uh, fastly s- selling them and making them. People got really creative. Okay. Some made the mask from like a bra. So basically take a half a bra because oh. it's strong and it doesn't let anything through. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's excellent. So, yes. That's excellent. So, uh, yeah, people, uh, it's being solved now, but it was a time when people didn't wear masks. And also, there was a lot of misinformation. So, for example, we got information mm. from the state, from the government, that the masks don't yes. work and there's no need to wear them. And then that you they do yes. work. And there's just so yes. much going on. And Information, yeah. yes. Here also, initially, they were saying, oh, you can wear a mask if you want to, but it's not required by law because masks don't tend to do much. But they've since changed their tune. And now uh, when you enter a public place uh, or like, yeah, the MRT or, or, or supermarket or anywhere indoors, you need to wear a mask. But outdoors, they don't regulate that. I mean, people are not getting fined for not wearing a mask outdoors. Okay. You know what I mean? But yeah, for sure, there are temperature checks almost everywhere. And people are, in general, more cautious. Okay. I mean, we also, we have um, hand sanitizers. Uh, at When I walk in my door, there is a bottle of hand sanitizer. Um, yeah, we clean our hands. They recommend at uh, my daughter's school, they send whole, home a, a form, all in Chinese, of course. Uh, but they recommend that kids, when they come in, they wash their hands and they take off all their clothes and straight into the laundry. And uh, the kids need to take a shower in case they brought home any germs on themselves. Or I think that's a bit extreme. Uh, so we continue with the hand washing immediately coming into to our apartment and also and or hand sanitizing. Um, we're not doing the, you know, strip and search when you come <laughs> in the door. But it's so normal whenever I 
leave my house, I go in the elevator, uh, it's been covered with some kind, the buttons have been covered in most elevators with some kind of protective plastic, maybe it's antibacterial or something, and uh, the elevators are sprayed down or uh, disinfected two or three times a day, and this is one of the ways that they are trying to reduce the spread of infection or the virus. Um, so yeah, we are we are we have stepped up on hygiene. People are there are signs everywhere to you know wash your hands or if you're not wearing a mask, cough into your sleeve or or something like this. Um, so it's been an adjustment because, as you know, wearing a mask is not that easy. Uh, it's not comfortable when you're talking. It's hot and uh, uh, but yeah, it's the new norm, and and we have to. We are getting used to it, I guess. Okay, okay. Yeah. All right, Chantal, we're gonna round up. It's been forty-five minutes, and time flew by. Oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> yes, I will. Thank you so much for for calling no yeah. thank you very much because it's been really interesting chatting absolutely with you. for us it's also just a lot of interesting stuff just to hear how you deal with it and how your box is dealing with it and uh, thank you very much for your time before we end do you have any questions for me or anything i can answer for you um for the moment not really okay okay <laughs> i'm just uh yeah 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 i'm 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 good <laughs> all right perfect chantal thank you very much i wish you an amazing evening a fantastic week and a lot of happy moments and health a lot a lot of health all right thank you thank you same to you and your family and everyone at the box there in antwerp thank you very much uh, thank you yeah okay right. you guys take care take care chantal thank you <laughs> Okay, See you in a year, you. I think. Bye. Yes. <laughs> See you, yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. Bye. Bye. As usual, guys, hope you enjoyed this episode. Hope it was interesting for you. You got some interesting information out of it. If you have any questions or comments or inquiries, you can always message me through this uh, platform or through social media, Red City CrossFit on Instagram or Facebook. Or you can just send me a mail to info at redcitycrossfit.be. Have an amazing day. Have an amazing evening. Have an amazing life. Stay healthy. Stay happy. Take care, guys.